Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so glad you're with us today. My dear friends, there is one change now and only one change that can literally transform the world. More than a century ago, the scientific community in all its blind cluelessness decreed that scientists could thereafter study only matter and could not consider the possibility of life after death. And as a result, even today, you are not allowed to know for certain what it took me 50 years of study to know for certain and what it took today's guest a lot of personal research and experimentation to know for certain. But when everyone on earth knows what Sandra Champlain and I know now, that fact is going to change the world. And you don't even need to take our word for it. I think that instinctively you already know it. When everybody knows for sure that there is no death, and when forever after there is no fear of death, then there will be no more fears at all. And from that moment forward, there will be no wars or hatred forevermore. And humankind will be living together at last and for all eternity as one in love until for all eternity, until the end of time. So my beautiful friends Sandra and I are spending our lives helping as many people as possible to come to understand the truth about our one reality and the beautiful fact that our lives really are eternal. And to that absolutely essential end, Sandra has just teamed up with our wonderful and saintly, saintly expert in electronic communication friend and in She's, of course, an expert in other electronic phenomena as well that are produced by those that we used to think were dead, the Brazilian Sonia Rinaldi, to get her message to the wider world. And they have produced an amazing movie that I watched last night. And I'm going to tell you very frankly that it blew me away. Sandra, welcome. It's lovely to have you with us again today. Oh, Roberta, I can feel your love from here. And I'm giving you a big hug. We do hugging a lot, she and I. Sandra mm-hmm. Champlain is with us for the 12th time. And Sandra, you really have taken off, my dear, to the point where I'm happily able to say that I knew you when. Oh, you're so funny. And I was telling some friends about you last night, remembering that you were a critical part in me learning everything I did. When I read The Fun of Dying, I th- it changed my life and it really set me sail on the path. And <laughs> Without you, I wouldn't be here. So we just all, we share the love and all we can do is be of service and make a difference as far as we can. We have to walk down memory lane just for a few minutes here. For the sake of the maybe two or 3% of what is actually now a rather large audience of Seek Reality listeners, just the two or 3% who maybe don't know you yet, let's just briefly recap a career that I think is only now beginning to take off for you. We met over lunch at a Bertucci's in the Boston area right after We Don't Die was first published. So tell me again, when was it published? It was just published 10 years ago. We're coming up on our 10-year anniversary. I can't believe that we've known each other so long. (laughs) 
Right. I remember you, you sort of were, you were a little starstruck over me and I was just blown away when when I heard your story. So basically, I mean, I did, I've done at least 50 years of research at this point, more than that, but you, you're not someone who does research. You basically had to try everything for yourself. I mean, like going to Britain and where you, you sort of researched everything firsthand, like with, the, the deep trance mediums and all the other mediums over there. You tried everything yourself. I had to, <laughs> Roberta, because people, and I'm not the only one, things that seem too good to be true probably are. That's but true. with me having such a, it started with a huge fear of dying. You know, I had to go looking for proof and it wasn't good enough to just read a book or take a seminar or listen to an audio book or something like that. I had to know firsthand. So, And I never thought I was going to tell anybody what I found, never, but I had to go on those trips to learn things like mediumship, you know, just try it and to find out about electronic voice phenomena and remote viewing and dowsing hypnosis. And it goes on and on and on. But I started peeling away this onion that I realized that there's so much more to life than meets the eye. And there's so much more to us, especially digging deep and finding out that I, me, yes, me had psychic and mediumistic abilities. And I thought if that's possible, what else is? And as uh, your first time listeners don't know this, but I really wanted to not tell anybody about this because I thought people who talk to this jargon were a little bit out there. Um, And (laughs) so I never wanted to be one of those people, but I found so many people would come into my life that had suffered a loss. You know, one of their friends or family members, someone close had passed. And I just thought, who am I not to tell them? But I was still too afraid. And it was the death of my dad and going through grief that I found out just this whole world about grief. And I thought that information needed to be shared. And why not at the same time, share the information about the afterlife. And that's how it was all born. The book, We Don't Die, um, 10 years ago. I, I, you made such an impression. I've met so many people, frankly, doing this work. And you made such an impression on me. I never forgot it. And I followed your career. And you, you, were, so, you were basically sweet. I think that's the only way I could describe you. You were so sweet. You were so... Nothing was impossible for you, and therefore you tried it, and it turned out to be possible, no matter what it was. Right. Um, you you decided after you saw that many of the people who were coming to the the events that we were holding, you, since you discovered many of those people were, were people who had read your book, what the heck, I could do that myself? And you did. You started to put on your own events. And now, now t- tell us what you're doing now, because it, it's kind of amazing. Well, it is. Little did I know that my life would take a big change. All the we don't die things I did. I don't want to call it a a hobby, but it was not paying me. It was all a passion. I'll put it to you that way. And my mom and I ran a, a very lucrative catering business for race car teams. And when COVID hit just a few, or well, 2020, we lost our business. So oh, yeah, that was too bad because it was, it was a pretty sexy business. You it had. was, you had, it you was had these big tents and you had all these amazing race car drivers at the, the very top of their game in there. That's you were right. feeding these people. It was amazing. It was, but I feel like everything worked out and almost as if 
my life was choreographed to be just where I am right now, because it wasn't just me who lost everything. So many people not only lost businesses, they lost their health. A lot of people lost their lives and people were looking, they were looking to be part of a community, to feel comfort, to get hope. And so my friends and I, and their great mediums came together and said, why don't we give back to the community? And we decided to create an online spiritual service. It's not religious, but to share positive messages and inspiration and in each one have a demonstration of mediumship to share the continuity of life. And it was very important to us that this thing we call the Sunday gathering be free and accessible to everyone. And I am so proud to say that in just a week's time or so, it'll be our we will have completed two years of doing our wow. Sunday gathering. And then what followed too is because my friends and I, we all lost our income. I thought, you know, there's people in the world who are looking for what we have. There's people that want to tap into their own abilities to see if they are psychic or have mediumistic qualities. There are people that want to learn spiritual healing and so much more. And so not knowing exactly what we were doing. We signed up for that thing called Zoom. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. What, what, next thing we know. I don't know about Zoom now. I don't yeah, even know. No, but we often have 50 people in a class and wow. it's paid the bills. It's kept us moving forward. And so now as the world is cleaning up in time, yes, so we'll do some more live events, but there's people all over the world. In fact, I met a man in Japan yesterday who gets up at three o'clock in the morning to attend one of our classes. And these are people that may not fly to the United States, to Orlando or to Phoenix. And so it's working together with great people like yourself and others that have integrity and they're not run by their ego to come together and share each other and get to the people in the world that are looking. We're not for everybody, but for those who are interested, we're here. It really is wonderful how the world is so small now. I hear from people every day all from, who are all over the world, and it's like it, you don't think anything of it, partly because English is a universal language now. It, people speak very good English all over the world, which True. is good because I'm useless at every other, other language. Me too. Yeah, it's wonderful. The world is so small. So you hold this gathering every week. Now, I've been wondering... What happens in your gathering? So, so take take us through it briefly. What, what people want to join your gathering, and they 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 may, do they they maybe put a little bit in a in a in a, a plate that when they come in the door or something. I'll um, walk you through. How about that? Okay. Good. Okay. So my website is we don't die.com. That's the one stop shopping for just everything. And up at the top of the page, it says Sunday gathering. So if you click on that, you will find the Zoom link because we hold them on Zoom to register yourself. Like I said, it's free, but you get your personal Zoom link and you can come in. Now there is a little tab if people want to leave a dollar or two donation, they can, but we, it's, it's not about that. People, you know, some people want to give. So that's great. So our Sunday gatherings, start uh, 
East Coast time, we'll say two o'clock New York time every Sunday. They're all recorded. So we have people that just watch the recordings. And when people show up to our Sunday gathering, they're greeted by my face and my friends, Phil and Carrie, great mediums, my friend Darren, you'll meet him too at some point. And we start off with some very inspirational music videos, just as people come in, just to kind of raise the energy, make people feel good. And then there's an introduction. We start with a prayer, just a prayer to whoever it is people believe in, if it's God, if it's the universe, whatever that is, just to bring us all together. And we have speakers and it's usually one of us. And so we had this past Sunday, Carrie McLeod, who's a brilliant medium. She talked about spiritual healing and with what is going on on the earth right now, we came together and thought, let's teach people as much as we can so that we can all close our eyes and understand that absent healing is very real and that the spirit world actually uses our good energy and applies it wherever it's needed in the world. So she talked about that. And then we sat for a beautiful song, um, the prayer, you may know it, Andrea Pacelli sang it, beautiful song. And then after that, we do an address. And so this past week, I'll just give you an example of what just happened. I know people are going to be listening to this in the future. But anyways, the theme, we always have a theme. The theme was miracles illusions and the invisible. So Phil came out and he talked about things that are very, very real, but they are invisible and also tied in God, whatever you want to call that light, that source, and also the spirit world invisible to our eyes, but very, very, very real. And then Darren talked about miracles, miracles that he's witnessed in life. And then I came in and I talked about illusions and I think many people know if you look at who we are down to a quantum level, that our teeniest, tiniest bits, we are all literally vibrating energy. So I was just talking about different things that the illusion of life, and is it possible that we all signed up to come here because we get a lot of growth for our souls, but we forgot who we really are. So during the address, it's very, very powerful. From there, Roberta, I introduce people to what they're going to experience next, which is the mediumship. And we may have a group of two to 300 people on Zoom, which is crazy. And I'm thrilled. And our mediums, which are usually Phil and Carrie, their husband and wife team, beautiful souls, they will work the room. Now, even though people are all over the world, the spirit world is very, very intelligent and they will bring through loved ones. So either Phil or Carrie would say, okay, I've got a mom here. And she said she sold Avon cosmetics and, you know, and give some details. And then so this, we ask- this, this, the whoever they're for is might be in, um, oh, France or someplace. Yes, right. But they are in our room. Like I said, oh, wow. the spirit world knows who's there. And while there might just be a few hundred of us, I know there's thousands in the spirit world because it's very intelligent. And once we find out who this communicator is here to speak with through Carrie or Phil, we ask that person to unmute themselves and Carrie and Phil do the medium reading for that person. Now what's genius about this is when you listen to the messages, the messages apply to everyone. They feel good. Their messages, uh, not heavy. They might be a few things to let the person know, okay, this is me. This is how I passed, but they're shared memories. They say, 
you know, just this morning you were looking at my picture and you were dusting the top of a cabinet and I was right there with you. Oh, or, you how know, beautiful. It, it's amazing. And then yeah. the messages that come through are so beautiful and we can all take them in. So yes. it, it represents these people are coming forward to say all of our loved ones are there. And yes. then there's some, we play music in between different things and there's a closing prayer and there's announcements and, and things, but it's just so positive and we air them live. And then that website, we don't die.com. When you click on Sunday gathering at the top, all the replays are there. So if anybody needs some power packed inspiration, they can watch all of them, but I'm so proud of it, Roberta. And well, you should be proud of it. And, and everyone, what does this tell us? There are a few beautiful things this tells us. Number one, the more Sandra and her friends are doing this, the more beings not in body are gathering there because this is that basically there's like a beacon of light over what they're doing and beings who are not in bodies are gathering there each time in order to give their own energy, strength and love to that experience for all of us, for everyone who is there from all over the world. Absolutely. I mean, that's how we roll. That's how this works. So that is truly beautiful what you're doing, Sandra, for everybody. Mm-hmm. And this past Sunday, Roberta, I asked everybody to just imagine that inner source of light within them. And the more happiness that they can feel, the more funny, you know, if they tell a joke or something, the more times they feel gratitude, all of those good things, it just broadens who we are. So just to imagine that globe, you know, the earth spinning and all these lights, just getting more and more and more powerful. And it truly is my belief that our power of prayer and those lights can impact those areas of the world and those people suffering that need it. So it was a very power packed one we just did, but we're here to serve first and foremost, and people have found a community and a family, even though we're just looking at each other on computer screens. Oh, how beautiful. Oh, my dear. What good do you do for the world? Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, I mean, it was clear to me that it was doing well because I saw that with just the energy that's in the advertisement, everyone come together again. And the energy in that advertisement by itself, it was clear to me you were doing very well with it. My thanks. It was doing good. Oh, my, my goodness. Bless you. All right. Now talk about this wonderful thing you did with Sonia. I couldn't get over it. Oh, it's amazing. Now we know Sonia and poor Sonia, not poor, but she's been working her little butt off down in Brazil for over 30 years. And she's so committed to the spirit world and to the scientists in the unseen world to let people know that life continues. So seven days a week, she's, she's at it. And of course, when I saw you at the symposium, Sonia was there. That was the first time that I had seen that she is working with collecting videos and images, not just voices from the people in the afterlife. And I knew that I needed to share her work as much as I possibly could. And so she was a guest speaker at my, we don't die live conferences and the filmmaker who made the movie, he was filming at the conferences. And he was someone who went from atheist to, oh my gosh, you know, believing what else is possible. 
He was actually someone I had met at the races. He was a cameraman for Patron Tequila's race team. And he saw my sign under the tent. We don't die. And that's how he got involved. It's amazing how <laughs> this were happened. proselytizing to the race car drivers. Good time Absolutely. to do it too. They're about to go out there and face a little bit of risk. Absolutely. So well, yeah. And everybody has had loss and sorrow. So if I could share, and I, I did. Long story short, he felt so passionate about the work of Sonia that he said that this really needs to get out in the world. And together we thought if people could see her work, not only could it comfort people about the reality of the afterlife and all the parents that have seen images of their children and spouses and things like that, but I thought, and Robert thought people could start trying this for themselves. And that's how electronic voice phenomena really started when it was yes. scary movie, white noise came out. People, even though it's not scary, uh, that was Hollywood, <laughs> but people got, got interested and people started recording. And so many hundreds of thousands of people have recorded voices of their loved ones. So all to say, Robert had the dream. We had a Kickstarter fund that we asked for donations because we knew it would be expensive to put together a film. And he did all the legwork and he had a whole bunch of the movie recorded and then COVID hit. So everything had to be put to a pause. And then finally he was able to go to Brazil and then also fly to meet some of the people that have worked with Sonia and put it all together in this beautiful, beautiful film. And I mean, I've seen it like 20 times already, oh, sure. but it's I'm so sure. moving to, it's, it is, it's, it is just, it's moving to see the parents who, who yes. finally get to see a picture and it, it's a different picture than they have. It's a different picture. I think that's the point. Cause it's easy to say, well, so when they just, they just reproduced the picture that, right. you know, was, was the, the 12th grade uh, senior picture of the kid. And that's no, probably that's not hard. No, it's a different picture. Mm-hmm. This is how they look now. And there's always they- people, Roberta, that aren't going to believe, and we don't push, we don't, but I know, and you know, and many people do that. These are real images that this little lady in Brazil, who's never asked for a penny for anyone to support her work. Right. The fact that she's doing this, what, why would she try to manipulate people's pictures? I mean, who has time for that? You know, no, <laughs> but it's no, no, she's really saintly actually. Yeah. And my dad came through, I think we may have spoken about this before, but I had silently said the prayer to my dad, you know, Hey, pop, (laughs) can you get to Brazil and (laughs) can you put your face on one of these projects? And every so often Sonia releases some pictures of unknowns and all there all of a sudden was my dad looking at me in one of the pictures and to go from like a belief in the afterlife to like this knowing And it's a picture that looks very similar to one we have of him when he was in the air force, when he was in his mid twenties. Yeah. In that picture, he's looking straight on in this picture. He's looking off to the side, a little different smile, but uh, you know, it's him. I even showed it to my mom. Who's always on the fence about what she believes. And I respect whatever, whoever is, but she looked at that and she just stopped. She says, Oh my God. You know? So yeah. No, it's, it's amazing. And and we, we were a little frustrated. We had Sonia on earlier in the spring and it was all because of course, how do you show all of that 
in a in an audio podcast. You can't. And so we were somewhat frustrated because she could only show, you know, show um, voices that she had gotten. And, you know, thank you, Sonia, but we have to wait, frankly, for Seek Reality Online when we can show right. um, some of these pictures. And, of course, we will offer the uh, the whole movie as well um, once we have the, the website going. But um, ultimately, uh, the only way people could really see what she's doing now is when they see some of these pictures and, and see the reactions of the people who are finally seeing their loved ones appear this way and quite unexpectedly too i mean if you if you aren't expecting anything and there is your loved one again you know looking young because that big news folks if you don't know this yet um you get to have to look the way you looked at your most beautiful or most handsome uh even if you died at uh, you know 107 you don't have That's to look right. that way Right. It's really that's I look forward a lot to that. I have to say me too, because I can design the perfect body, not the one I've had all my life. Bless it. But, you know, we can't wait. Sandra and I, we know just how we want to look. Oh. I have it all picked out and it's on order at this point. Sandra, you have to wait a while, but I might have work to do. On order. We have work to do before we get there, but it's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> and when you mentioned the parents and the people that saw the images, Every single one of us knows the pain of grief and there's nothing worse, nothing. And to take a parent, say, who has lost their child, of course, they're not really lost. They're still around, but that's Temporary. the phrase we use. And to see that picture of them, I mean, it, it's life-changing. It, it is you, completely. It gives life, whereas grief can actually take life. And many people do end their lives when they're in that deep grief. And so to give people their lives, lives back and it to does. give them joy and know that their loved one is right here in the invisible space with you. I mean, they have work to do. Don't get me wrong. They're not just all hovering around. And they're us having all day. fun yeah. and they don't mourn us one little bit. So don't worry about that because they can be right here with us anytime they like. They can, anytime. In, they can enjoy us. They're having fun as much fun as they want and be with us in one split second. So don't worry about them one bit, but there's a great um, book, Roberta called the fun of dying, <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, transformed the, the way title. people blame me for that title, but it's not, I didn't come up with it. So <laughs> that's all right. I continue to share because it really let me know that the death process as afraid as we all are, you know, nobody wants to think of the pain or anything like that. But that moment that we close our eyes the last time here, we open them and we're surrounded by our loved ones in a beautiful Love place. And, and joy. And, and you're in the fun of yeah. dying in your book was the first time I got to like taste all that, like, oh my gosh, wow. And then it's, you know, the last 10 years since I met you and everything, there's just been so much more and it all just confirms that same information that, it, that it's love all is beyond real. wonderful. Yeah, it is. And you know what? The first thing is that my mother said, my mother didn't believe it for a minute. You know what? Jesus, Jesus got it right. He said, you never profit in your own village. And boy, I never was. My mother <laughs> resisted dying and eventually yeah. she passed in her sleep at 94. Wow. And the first thing she said, when we finally got to talk through a medium was you were right about everything. Oh, <laughs> then she said, but she would, she still had to go and check and make sure I was right about everything. So she traveled widely to just check all my work. Wouldn't your mother do that? I mean, of course. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what they do. Oh, Lord, mothers. 
Oh, it's so much fun to talk. Wait, I'm, I'm going to be traveling in just a couple of weeks and I'm going to get to see Sandra again after quite a while because of COVID. And I look forward so much to, and I'm, she's going to be one of the first people who gets to see a very, very first demo of um, Seek Reality Online. I look forward to showing it to oh, you. Oh, I'm excited to see it and I'm excited to share it with my people because now, you know, I have two podcasts, which are going strong. Yeah. Talk and- about that. Talk about you. You talk about the exciting one. She, she has a very, very big shot podcast now going. Talk about I that. I do. Well, I started out with, we don't die radio and I still do an episode now and again with that. Um, not as often, but there's 375 of them right now. So it'll give somebody something to do to listen. Well, I got asked by iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, the big show with George Norrie in the middle of the night to do an afterlife podcast. So the producer, Tom said, I'd like it to be called Shades of the Afterlife. And I'm like, we can call it whatever you want if you're giving me this opportunity. And now we have 75 episodes that do have commercial breaks. Obviously it's being promoted by a big company like iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM. But it's like the best of the best of, whereas we don't die radio, I may talk to one person. This could be several topics all in one episode. And I try to keep people on the edge of their seat and give some really good new information about the afterlife and what's happening in the world, discoveries, and then also some of the things that people may not know, like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle gave up writing Sherlock Holmes when he got involved with everything he witnessed with the afterlife. So it's joyful. It's authentic, sincere. I care about people. And I sure am glad that I got the opportunity to, to be part of it. I think you've become our friend George Norrie's new, uh, or, or maybe not new, maybe forever now. Um, go to, go to, to person for um, the afterlife. Yeah. And you know, Roberta, every other week they have me on just for a few minutes in the wee hours just to talk about news. See, um, see what and, I, in oh, fact, I tonight, love it. I couldn't have made a better choice. Yeah, tonight, I'll be getting a call at 1 a.m. and um, talking about, yeah, the afterlife and the people. I love it. I'm so- yeah, me too. Me too. You made the perfect choice. Well, um, what, what are you going to tell them tonight? We can get a little preview. Well, I have to do a little bit of homework, to be honest with you, but I know I talked about this in my book. He wants to know the percentage of people on planet earth that believe in the afterlife. And it's, I don't know the number offhand, but it's quite high. It's I think 86% or something like that. And not that other people don't believe, but they may not be open about it, but so many people do. And I think that being a human, you know, we're really run by looking good and fears of what people will think. And I know from my own experience, it was not easy for me to come out and share that I believed in the afterlife. And once I did, I thought people would laugh and just the opposite happened. There were more people that were interested and said, Oh, I never told anybody, but I I do too. I believe, and this is what I've found. And so to be able to share what a large percentage of people that is, I'm hoping that people will have more conversations like, Hey, have you heard of shades of the afterlife? Have you heard of seek reality and Roberta Grimes's books and, and just get into those conversations, not based on fear, but based on sharing. And if people say, you know, it's not really my thing. Well, that's fine. You don't, we're never pushy, are we? 
But it, there are people that say, you know what? I've always been interested in that. Tell me more. So I think tonight when I shared just how many people do believe, I think people can let their guard down a little and be open and share what's in their heart and, and not be guided by fear. The thing is, believing is one thing. We want to get to knowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you know that about what what comes next, that's a whole nother kettle of petunias. Then you really aren't afraid at all. Believing, but still having that anxiety when you get to the end of your life. Mm-hmm. That's how then you have still have hope. Well, maybe, maybe it's okay. Maybe it'll be all right. I, I, I don't want that. I want you to know. I want you to trust. Um, I, I want it to be okay no matter what. And I think that's why you and I do what we do. We want people to to just know that when they put their hand out at the end of their life, that, that there will be spirit to take their, whatever they believe in, it doesn't matter. It could be God. It could be Jesus. It could be Buddha. I don't care who they who they think is going to take their hand. They need to know that, that their hand is going to be taken. They, they yeah. need to be able to trust and be certain. And, and their loved that. ones will be there too. There's so much research about the deathbed visitations and just mom is going to be there everybody they can, can be sure mom yes. will be there no matter who else is and our pets are there too i mean yay that's the one thing actually i have to tell you the, the one thing when i did the research the one thing you can be sure about is fido is going to be there <laughs> even if nobody else is there in the book um deathbed visions this poor old man who was a codger, nobody could stand him. And he was dying. And a, a nurse who was able to actually see these visions was sitting, it was not, was published in 1926, was sitting there by his deathbed, worried about him because she knew he was he was dying. He was in the last stages. And, and she wasn't seeing anybody coming for him. He was, nobody could stand this man. And through the wall actually walked this old white horse in spirit over to the bed. And the man opened his eyes and saw the horse and his face was filled with joy. And he lifted up his arms and put them around the spirit horse and then fell back dead. The horse took him away. Oh, beautiful. The only thing that came for him was his horse, but somebody came. Well, I tell you, he maybe had more love for that horse than human beings. That's right. You know? <laughs> Honestly, sure. I he know. Was, he was his old he... cart horse, but at least somebody mm-hmm. did come. I never forgot that story. Beautiful. (laughs) So someone will come, even if it's only your horse. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my dear. What you're doing is such a gift to the world. Don't ever forget it. You are doing more than anybody else could possibly do to make make this work finally. This time it is going to work. This time everyone is going to know what the truth is. And it is so, so glorious. Thank you so much for your work for your gift. Oh, you're welcome. And I just uh, advice to everyone, find what you're passionate about and share. It doesn't have to be the afterlife, whatever it is, you are one of a kind and find it and live it. And if you change and do something else, that's fine too, but just share your passion, share your light, share your joy. And the website is we don't die. And there you can get information about the Sunday gathering the this movie was super podcast shades of the afterlife. And then the, you know, plug along, but still wonderful. We don't die podcast. Mm-hmm. And this terrific movie about Sonia Rinaldi. Um, 
all of them are all in one place. We don't die.com. And there's no apostrophe, right? It's just, we don't die.com. Correct. Yep. And we do classes, psychic mediumship, all kinds of fun stuff we've got going on. Also demonstrations, you know, one stop shopping. It's we don't die.com one stop. <laughs> it's all in one place. Oh, my <laughs> dear. This is wonderful. I can't wait to give you a hug in person. It'll happen soon. It, we, <laughs> finally, we can hug for real and no masks or anything. I know. Again, my dear, wonderful friends, this is the end of our time this time, but we'll be back again next week. And this is Roberta Grimes. This has been Seek Reality. I'm so glad you've been with us today. Please never forget, you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you get what that means, it changes everything, everything in your life for the better. This is actually a two-part series, unexpectedly. Our guest next week will be Annabella Cardoso, who also is an expert. There are two like this in the world, expert at instrumental transcommunication. She'll be here for the third time and again talking with us about her wonderful recent book, Glimpses of Eternity. These two beautiful women are giving us so much of their lives just to share with us and with beings not now in bodies their great task of bringing to the world this glorious possibility of much easier communication between this world and the next via electronic means. It is almost impossible to do this. And the fact that it hasn't already happened lets you see how really hard it is. But I promise you, I promise you, my dear friends, just as certainly as day follows night, that it is going to happen. Sonia Rinaldi and Annabella Cardoso are the two greatest servants of the greater reality's leading experts who are right now working the hardest to make it happen. And meanwhile, of course, this week we've been speaking with the wonderful and beautiful Sandra Champlain, who has been, has been with us for the 12th time. Sandra is one of the saintly few people, very few people who are working the hardest on this side of the veil to teach the world in every way that she possibly can, that there truly is no death. Her book is, of course, called There Is No Death. And in a couple of weeks, too, our guests will be Philip Dykes and Carrie McLeod, who are two of Sandra's regulars on her terrific weekly Sunday gatherings that are growing by leaps and bounds. And you heard Sandra talk about the beautiful things that they do and what they're doing really is in one place in that one Sunday gathering, they're bringing more and more energy to bear on this huge Sunday gathering. And that is building up energy so that they can use that energy to bring more and more light into the world. We're going to learn more about it in a couple of weeks when Philip and Carrie join us here on Seek Reality. Um, I'm very excited about the future. Finally, we've been working at this for almost 10 years now on Seek Reality, and we're doing our little part here. All of us, each of us in our own way, is doing more to bring light to the world. And you're going to see, I think, very soon that what each of us is doing, our little part, as you heard Sandra say, maybe what you're doing doesn't look as if it's doing its part. But yes, each of us has our own part to play. Little by little, we are going to bring a transformation. I begin to feel it now, a transformation to the entire world. And by the way, if you haven't done it yet, please consider joining the Afterlife Research and Education Institute, which is Seek Reality Online's nonprofit cousin. The AREI is headed by our wonderful friend, Craig Hogan. And Craig is the sole living person who is most on top of everything afterlife and greater reality. 
AREI puts out a wonderful monthly newsletter. Just go to afterlifeinstitute.org and sign up to learn from the man who remains my own primary teacher. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and soon, The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. For young children, there's the fun of meeting Jesus, and you can order all these books through bookstores or on Amazon.com. The adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you want to talk to me about anything at all, just go to the green block on robertagrimes.com. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. Bless your heart. You in particular in the entire universe are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.